Hey guys, and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm Alex Whiteley, and this is our coverage of Loopfest. You may remember we spoke to Jimmy, uh, the organiser, a few weeks ago um, while he was still planning. Uh, Me and Verity um, really enjoyed speaking to him about how this event was put together. Um, And you may also remember during that interview, um, I said, oh yeah, I was gonna go to every single event or I'm gonna start set up at the castle or there were so many different ideas I wanted to um, implement to try and cover this event in the best way I could. <laughs> Alas, when I got to the event, I didn't realize how heavy underfoot it was going to be with all my equipment and how hard it was going to be when you take into account things like weather and people. And so, yeah, we, we didn't get as much coverage as we wanted to. Nonetheless, we had a great time. Um, I got some great interviews that you're about to hear. Um, I bumped into some great friends that it was uh, great to bump into, especially as soon as they... They really did save my butt. So a huge, huge thank you to Derek, Caitlin, Tracy, and to Neville, who took me under their wing, looked after me. I think they could realize I was struggling, I think. As soon as we got to the bull's head, um, yeah, there was a realization as um, maybe I didn't think this right through because I, I just had loads and loads of equipment with me. It just didn't fit with with the, the venues, with lots and lots of people. Have you ever gone to a nightclub with a rucksack on your back? I have once. It was a very awkward situation. I've done loads of things actually with a biscuit. It's just never comfortable. So uh, thank you to those guys. Also, it's worth mentioning that there are two pubs with very similar sounding names. There's the the Bull in Butcher Row and there's the Bull's Head, which is just up from the train station. Um, I didn't want to go to the Bull and that's simply not not because of any other reason then. I wasn't in that part of town... (laughs) Well, when uh, when I was recording, um, see the ball in Butchero had music playing as well as the ball's head, and all the way through this episode, for some reason, I was like, "I'm at the ball." It's not true. So if you hear me mention the fact that I was in the ball, it's wrong. I was in the ball's head. Um, although uh, the the ball sounded like it had some great things going for it too because we had some great compliments about what they were doing too. So um, in fact, all the venues that took part in Loopfest, it sounds like they all had a fantastic night. Um, so we're going to go into this and I hope I will catch you at the end um, because I got some post-event interviews with Jimmy at the end. So uh, I'll catch you then, guys. Um, here is our coverage of Loopfest. Take it away. Hey guys and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm coming to you today from the castle in Shrewsbury. And as you can hear, there's music in the background. I don't own any of the rights to this. Today we're at Loopfest. Um, I've set up on the grounds next to the stage, hoping to get a bit of a bit of a chat with some of the bands that are coming off stage. Um, it's going to be a very busy day, I think. As I am looking around the castle grounds now, there's a few hundred people sat on the grass. There's food stalls, there's... There's a bar here, and this is just one of the 25 venues that's uh, taking part today. Um, I'm going to stay here for a bit, then I'm going to move on to another venue. I'm going to speak to uh, people as well. I want to speak to organisers, I want to speak to bystanders, people that are enjoying the show, maybe some of the photographers as well that are taking it all in. 
we're here to just sample the uh, atmosphere and uh, you just sort of document this event. There are music lovers all across Shrewsbury today. And don't forget, last year, this event uh, created a record for footfall in Shrewsbury. Um, so let's see what it does this year. Either way, uh, good vibes. What looks like is going to be great music. And uh, we should get some great, great content today. So uh, fingers crossed, everything goes well. And um, you know, if you were at Loop Fest and you're listening to this now, I'd love to hear what you thought about it. Did you have a great time? Um, did you uh, see a band that you hadn't seen for a long time or you've been dying to see? Uh, I'd love to hear what you think. So on the, uh, on the, on the comments section, wherever, wherever you are listening to this podcast, uh, make sure that you drop a comment just to let us know what you thought. Uh, we may grab Jamie, the organiser. We may not. Like uh, Whenever I come to events like this over the last few years, I speak to the, uh, the event organiser and they're usually here, there, they're everywhere, they're trying to deal with three things at the same time, so they're not in the headspace for me to come and shove their mic- my microphone in their face. We'll see. Um, but this looks like it's going to be a fantastic event. Lots of great audio. I may sample some music and drop it in as well. I'll get permissions off the band too. Um, any of the bands that we speak to today, I'll drop a link of their social media uh, so you guys can follow them. And um, So yeah, let's go find some, uh, some people to speak to. Brilliant. Okay, so I'm Alex from the Shoes Biscuit. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name's Ben and I'm from uh, a bank called Manor Heights. I've just uh, I've got recorded a bit of your set. I hope you don't mind. No, not at all. Because, um, okay, so we need to talk about the Haygate song first <laughs> because that's what I'm, I'm from. I, I sort of lived in Telford for a bit. Yeah. That was the place to go and listen to alternative yeah, music yeah, and have yeah. a few beers. Mm-hmm. Um, where did that song come? I mean, I know it comes from the heart and the soul. <laughs> but well, Daryl, our guitarist, Daryl spent a lot of time in the Haygate. He's actually the, uh, the guitarist with Envy of the State formerly new breeds you know they they kind of they were the kings of the Haygate back in the day yeah, so yeah. Daryl used to live like four doors away and uh, and get into all trouble so all those lyrics in that song they're true stories they're true people they're you know it, it's where the zombies I love that yeah <laughs> <laughs> the imagery's brilliant yeah, but the, yeah. uh, the, the the main imagery from that is obviously Envy of the State used to do um, uh, the Devil's Ball which is actually coming back this year in uh, in the Firefly in Oakengate so they're doing in the devil's ball number 36 or whatever it is they've, they've been doing it a long time so yeah I, I mean I'm not supposed to be here to promote sort of Shrewsbury and what's going on in Shrewsbury and Loop Fest is great we'll get onto that in a second but I feel like Telford's been making a real great like push in the right direction for um, like family events for music like Trademark Blood as well big shout out to him for really pushing yeah we love Trademark and what yeah, he does yeah, man yeah, yeah, cool. yeah so um what do you think of Loopfest? Loopfest is fantastic obviously we've been confined to the uh, the castle stage in the rain Started right the way through our set, but most of the people stayed. They yeah, all see what happened. Everybody trees. moved to the tree line, but nobody <laughs> left. Yeah, you know, <laughs> everybody forgetting to not duck under a tree during a thunderstorm. But hey, what are we going to do? I, so everybody seems to have had a good time. Big up to uh, to Jamie and the guys at Albert Shed for everything they do. Loop Fest is fantastic. So just tell your listeners that you know, without the donations from people, that they, they, they wouldn't be here next year. So please donate everything they can from one to ten pound. There's various posters around the town 
we queue our codes on it. So let's keep this, let's keep music live. Absolutely. Scar as well as a, as a music, uh, lots of energy. It was raining, but I feel like you guys really did. You gave us energy that we needed, I think, during the rain. Yeah, well, Scar does that. I mean, um, obviously, the, the, the members of Manor Heights are all in um, another band called Scarburst. So we, uh, we, we, we've got a lot of energy. If anybody that's been and seen us knows exactly what we're all about. So. Can I ask you which the, the best Scar band in the world are? What do you reckon? It was out too hard. Ah, there's there's a lot of influential, some of the early two sound stuff. So I've got to go the specials just for what they did. See, me personally, because of what they did for me going through scores up, yeah, Goldfinger for me. Yeah, yeah, Goldfinger, great. I mean, the, the <laughs> third wave of scores is known the pop punk stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. The yeah. punk scar stuff, you know, we do a lot of stuff like that too. But, you know, it's, for me, it's the two tone era, it's bringing, you know, racial equality. And, and all the rest of it that the, that the, the guys, the pioneers in the early 80s and the late 70s did. So, uh, you know, it's, it's rules to live your life by, man. Amazing. Uh, this is going to go out in a week or so. Where can people listen to it? Are you playing anywhere? So, um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're playing a little festival called Now Then Festival in Nottingham uh, next week, I believe. But if you go on the Manor Heights Facebook page, everything's on there. Um, and if everybody's listening, please go and give the Scarburst page a like as well. Because if you like to see, you know, jumpy scar music while uh, Manor Heights are recording and stuff because our, our um, five track EP is going to be released later Ooh. in the year on all um, all the major uh, streaming sites how many of you are there? so there's five of us in uh, Manor Heights there's six of us in Scarburst so okay. big up to LJ he left at the very beginning but you know we don't hold it against him <laughs> we've all been there we've been, I've got sick I was thinking I should, when your EP's about to come out I should invite you guys around we can have a couple of beers get the podcast on the go but I've got six microphone ports so we'll have to be creative well, somehow. it's alright we'll the, the, there's maybe. five of us one of you we can, we can make it work <laughs> I mean we've all been known to share microphones in the past yeah get in there get close and personal That's it. thank you so much where can people follow no you on social worries, media man. no problem at all Where, where's your social uh, so, media uh, Facebook um Manor House, Manor Heights, Manor Heights, sorry, Manor House. Yeah. So, but uh, if you go over to uh, Spotify at the minute, uh, Apple Music, and, and type in Payday by Manor Heights, you can get a feel for what we do. Is uh, the Haygate song on Spotify? Not yet, we will be. Get on Spotify now! <laughs> I need it's it! It's literally the first time we've ever played it, man. Well, that, Very first get time. it, get I need it in my life. Thank you so much for chatting no to me today. Thank Thanks you. for that. Right, so yeah, I'm Alex from the Shoes of Biscuits. Do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, Alex. I'm uh, David Gregg. I am uh, kind of one of the organisers of Luke Fest, and uh, for my day job, I run Albert Shed in Shrewsbury and Telford. Uh, one of the sort of uh, one of the most important spots for music, I, I feel, for, for Shrewsbury, um, independent local music. That's very kind of you to say so. I'd, so. I'd like to think so. Certainly, our aim is to, to kind of champion grassroots live music. I was going to say there are other venues available. Uh, <laughs> absolutely, but they're not as good. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we do really, really strive to uh, you know to support emerging artists, young younger artists, and and really, I suppose, without wanting to sound too arrogant, kind of. Um, entertain and, and, and also educate a little bit I, I think there's there's no point in listening to the same old covers again and again and again um, and unless you know these guys have got an opportunity to kind of play their stuff out um, it, it 
probably isn't going to isn't going to get to an audience via radio, etc. Unfortunately. Um, yeah, and it needs to. I mean, we're getting a lot of Taylor Swift and a lot of lovey-dovey stuff, which is great. It has yeah. its place in life, but I feel like alternative music is kind of like it's kind of losing the battle a little bit. Yeah, and I, and I don't think it's alternative uh, per se. I think it's just anything that isn't already tried and tested and, and played in arenas. And there's a huge gap between grassroots music venues, whether that be a bar or a pub or, or what we do, which is probably something a little bit bigger, but certainly a million miles away from the arena tours. Um, and if you compare what happens in, in, say, football, where you've got grassroots football, which is supported you know, quite significantly by the Premier League clubs, what you find is there's, there's no real similar situation with music. So to get from grassroots music to Kind of, you know, as I say, these arenas, um, there's a massive gap in between, and, and what should be happening is, you know, there's a lot of money spent, people going to Glastonbury, going to these huge, you know, arena tours, and some of that money needs to come back down and trickle down to the venues where a lot of those guys actually first started out. Absolutely true, and you know, we we're just talking about the the, the re-emergence of ska again and again and again. As well, ska, ska, you know, I mean first wave, second wave, third wave. Exactly, yeah. but like there's kids out here that might be like, oh I really like that sound, and they might be the new emergence of Scott. I mean that's the yeah. kind of inspiration you need yeah. to put. And, and, you know, music genres, I don't I don't like kind of putting labels on things, you know, if you like it, you like it, and I think, you know, all music kind of draws on lots of different influences, and that's the way it should be, it should be a melting pot, it shouldn't be generic, it shouldn't be auto-tuned rubbish. Everybody should be Rivers Cuomo, just do what you want. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, and if it works, it works, but if if these guys aren't given the opportunity to, to kind of play that material out, they're not going to know whether it works or not, and they're probably just going to give up and play Wonderwall forever, you know, which, okay, it's a good... It's a good song, but you know we use it quite ironically. It's like play Wonderwall, and it kind of represents everything that's, that's kind of wrong with you know artists being forced to play stuff which they think is more commercial. Venues will only book artists that will play covers, so the artists then say, "Well, let's play the covers because we'll get booked," and it's a vicious circle. Yeah, you know of we need to break it. We were interviewing Chasing Mallory a few weeks, uh, a few well, months ago, and there was like this this battle between doing covers and doing their own things. She got go out there and do this. This band up here has got them. The, they're still fetuses. <laughs> the children, they're amazing. I love that. That's... And you take Manor Heights, which were the band that were on stage just ten minutes ago, and you know they're, they're also the majority of those members are also Scarburst, which is a you know an excellent Scar covers band, local band, all good and well. Great to see those guys up as Manor Heights and actually playing the stuff that they've written. Cause... That song about the Haygate, oh, I loved it. That was like where I used to live when I was my... local okay. reference. Local reference. You know yeah. bands like uh, you know Manor Heights and uh, Savannah. You know, proper local Telford bands and you know we like to think that we've given those bands it's not that there wasn't anywhere for them to play before no, no. but we've kind of opened it up a little bit and, and hopefully encouraged other you know we're primarily music you know that's what we do the bar comes second uh, we do a bit of food in Telford that, that very much third you know a lot of the other places that do music are pubs first and foremost which is great but we like to think that, you know, we put the music front and centre and everything else complements it. Well, I, I had this grand idea. I've got a camera, I've got, uh, I've got microphones and stuff. I wanted to become like the Zane Lowe of Shrewsbury and just <laughs> set up at Albert Sheds, speak, speak to a band, play a bit of their set, speak to the band, play a bit of their set. That's pretty much what they used to do on MTV too. I mean, we could do that locally, right? That's a good idea, yeah. I mean, it's something that uh, Jamie, uh, Jamie Smith and myself, uh, otherwise known as Jimmy Kebab. Um, Jimmy Kebab. <laughs> Jimmy Kebab, because of Catch It Kebab, so if you know your Scar Punk. Uh, He's coming up right now, look. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, the chaos, the chaos arrives. <laughs> I'll see if I can grab his attention if he comes anywhere near. But um, yeah, Jimmy Kebab, the name comes from Catch It Kebabs, which was his original uh, ska punk band before it metamorphosized into uh, Mighty Vipers. You can catch it at Albert Shed tonight, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> How is the chaos, by the way? Is it all going okay, Loop Festival? Yeah, 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 you just crack on with it, don't you? You know, it's, uh, you know we, 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 we're both lucky enough to have ADHD, so uh, doing 100 things at once just comes natural. No problem at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just add, give me more, give me more. And I got, I got to say, Manor Heights played through the rain here, and uh, they really did give us a lot of energy, which is really nice to see. But going back to what you say, his own lifestyle interviewing artists, and that, that's the kind of stuff that we want to do. It's not just about putting bands on on the weekend. We like to interview them, we like to support them. But it's like everything, it's time and priorities. And uh, so, yeah, really, really great to talk to you about some of those projects. You know. Well, we'll have to get ready to get another pint then, aren't we? But I, I know you're busy. I know you've got to run from like one of these venues to another 24 different venues. Um, but uh, thank you so much for doing this and giving uh, local musicians the chance to play and young people in the crowd the chance to be inspired as well by music. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, we're not for profit. We're all about championing the music and, and putting any money that we make hopefully to break even this year and put it back into uh, hopefully doing it even bigger and better next year. You know, that's what we're about. We're not about putting a big event on in the quarry and coming away as millionaires. Well, we'll be there. We'll be there to support you. Thank you so much for chatting to Cheers. me today. Thank you. Okay, so I've hit record. I haven't got no headphones in, but... Uh, Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm really good, thanks. How are you? I'm really good. Are you enjoying yourself? Yeah, I'm Caitlin. Are you enjoying yourself as well? I'm really enjoying myself. How about you, Derek? It sounds like a weirdly placed um, 1950s <laughs> advert in the middle of a... <laughs> I, I'm not as old as you, so I don't remember the 1950s. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? When they're like, I really enjoy a cup of Loopfest, do you? <laughs> well, yeah, we've had a cup of stuff, but not Loopfest. Amazing that this is put on for free at a time when we really need to be promoting live events. So people need to be coming out and seeing live music and keeping it live. Yeah, I mean, I've just been chatting, uh, watching Manor Heights. We're singing about uh, things like the, the Haygate in, in Wellington, you know, and you know that that's really important. It's it's like local folklore. Do you know but, what I mean? Like, but also, you're not old enough to remember Scar, but Scar was when music really started. Hey, man, there was a resurgence. I like Goldfinger, man. That's that's Scar, technically Scar. Yeah. Well, we Nev and I lived through it. Manor Never. Heights in Telford is where I recorded my first demo tape with my band the geek eyes in 1987 all ah, right so that's why they call manor heights yeah? uh, no that's why that, yes it's probably is it's, it's a place in telford isn't it that's it's a tribute yeah 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 no no not to, to, to you no <laughs> to, ne <laughs> to nev maybe it is a tribute to me nev, nev is a shropshire legend so he is he is coming on my show tomorrow he's coming around to... is he yes he yeah and you didn't invite me it's the comedy festival Oh, right, yeah. yeah. My life's a comedy plug, festival. Plug that so again. That was what, was, what was that? What's that? It's Shrewsbury International Comedy Festival from the 13th to the 16th of July. Is that next week, Nev? That's next yes, week. Yes, it is, yes. Next week. So you book tickets really quickly for the comedy festival. And Al and I are talking to JJ Whitehead, who's appearing next week. If that's not a 1950s advert, I don't yeah. know what is. Yeah. He's Canadian and he lives in Los Angeles. He's phoming in from Los Angeles and just to come on a Shrewsbury biscuit. Yeah. And then maybe come to the comedy festival. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I think JJ was born in Manor Highs. <laughs> um, in Telford do, do you know there, there is probably a tenuous connection there <laughs> maybe maybe yeah. we'll go to the, the ball, the how ball many, now how many degrees do you have to move before you know you're all connected yeah. well there's that game uh, the Kevin Bacon game right yeah so maybe you're related to Kevin Bacon in, in somewhere where is the ball head actually well I, I am an eating yeah. customer so yeah there you go there but you anyway go. we love Done. This, we love the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast it's great we listen to it all the time do you actually listen to it yes 
Oh, I've been on it, do you remember? I know you have. That was stunning. That yeah. was your best guest ever. Yeah, you were. You've been so on good, you've, you've never te- asked me back. You've technically been on it twice. <laughs> technically? Yeah, because I got you before art and then during art. And yeah, after art. And after art. Anyway, I really love Loop Fest. I <laughs> because uh, young musicians, such as I Don't Believe Anymore, are being featured and they're really good. Yeah. I can see them having a future in the music industry and I think there's a lot of talented people who deserve to have a, a, a platform and Loopfest is providing that. Well, we were just talking about that actually. We were talking about how like... I mean, we got the Taylor Swifts and the Beavers of the oh, world, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they got their we own do. place. But where are the bands? Where's like the Blondie and, it, and the yeah, exactly. and the, the rock bands? And like it, it feels like nowadays it's just one singular person. But um, I, I was raised with uh, Derek, so Mr. I, Scar, man. Mr. Scar, <laughs> man. No, I'm not David Bowie. How dare you? Yeah. Not Mr. Star, Mr. Scar. I said. Scarman. I thought you said I was Starman. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Scarman. But it's good. To, it's good to offer something alternative to. Yeah, like um, raised with a lot of bands. Like I was raised with with Madness and Blondie, and then like coming coming back to Shrewsbury and having a lot of bands when it's just been solo people's been really really nice, uh, and having it for free is great, especially on a student budget. So. There you go, guys. This is really, it's really important because uh, student approved. So <laughs> it's a huge event as well. I mean, it's lots of uh, logistical. It, there is actually, and I just bumped into Jamie and I said, you know, you need to do it for two days next year. Did you get a co- coherent sentence out of him? He, he said something about yes, possibly. But <laughs> one band I've seen already called, uh, called the Bowmen, <laughs> and they were nice. fantastic. Cheers, guys. Have a great day. Thank you. Hi. All right. <laughs> well, this uh, interview got cut off short. To be continued. <laughs> to be continued. To be continued. Okay, so we've come to the ball now. Um, I'm sorry for those gentlemen swearing. I'll bleep it out anyway, but it's always hilarious when you're walking around with a microphone and someone shout F off down the microphone. But um, yeah, Neville and Derek. Um, great advocates for um, not just music but uh, performing arts and all things that shake and dance and move and sing uh, here in Shrewsbury they're very impressed with Loopfest and so am I um, the artists that are on now we're going to grab them afterwards I was going to speak to the young band at uh, the castle but the rain was threatening again I'm on a time budget I'll be home by a certain time my wife says so um, so I'm going to find the next nearest interview, and that's here, I believe, at the ball. So uh, uh, let's let's uh, find someone to speak to, shall we? I'm just going to make a note, a great audio note that I'm really good at operating this microphone whilst holding a holding a pint. Um, this uh, this pub is absolutely packed to the rim, but I can barely move. In fact, I'm getting manhandled every two minutes. Which is it's all right, to be fair, I don't mind. <laughs> In exchange for a bit of good music, that's not too far. Um, this is this is fantastic, though. I mean, this pub is absolutely jam-packed. Uh, I, I, we're going to go to Salopian next, I believe, um, so we'll see what that looks like. Right, so we're still on the ball's head. Um, I hope you can hear me. And I found uh, Derek Willison and, 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 and Nev as well, still here. Are you guys enjoying your night? Yeah, yes, yeah, it's great. Great afternoon so far. Um, looking forward to where this guy passed. 
we are standing in the alleyway of the toilets, so when somebody comes past, we have to like, pause. You having a great afternoon so far? Sound <laughs> uh, <start> again. <laughs> so you're having a great afternoon so yeah, far? Yeah, yeah, really good, really good. It's, um, it's just amazing. We're like in a really hot, sweaty pub at the moment. Listen to a band that kind of takes me back to kind of like the early 80s and... Uh, then when we go and see somebody later it'll be completely different again so it's a great kind of variation in music you know fantastic what I really like about this is um, there's a lady coming past now is everybody's hot and sweaty and everybody's in each other's orifices because there's no space but nobody cares we're having a good time right oh yeah I'm having a really good time like this is reminding me of Newcastle like being like oh sorry like can I go and it's it's great like a community feel almost yeah. yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I mean, we are we are right in the middle of it. I mean, I chucked my equipment underneath someone's table, right by their legs, and just apologised. I didn't even apologise. I was like, this is where my equipment lives now, because there's nowhere else to put it. It's great. Just to remind you that you do actually owe me a pint. Just, I just wanted to get that in there. I do, I do owe you a pint. Well, <laughs> you definitely owe me a pint. But amazing atmosphere, and it's just... Um, yeah, as Nev's told me about the 80s, and it does feel like that it's 80s. But this is like being in my student days and just being stuck <laughs> in a pub. So I'm reliving my youth by kind of doing all this. I, I think it's great. And the music behind us as well, this is completely different to the music I heard at the castle. Yeah. Uh, it's different. I, I mean, as I was walking from, uh, from the castle, they were playing Green Day, which is, again is a different type of music. So there's, they're really offering like a real array of different types of musicians. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the band I saw earlier on, ironically, actually, this, this band now, National Milk Bar, and then uh, Manor Heights, that we saw in, 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 um, uh, in the castle. Um, this is like, they're both kind of early, late 70s, early 80s, kind of like, this is kind of synthy kind of stuff, and they were kind of scar. Then the band I saw in, in um, Albert's Shed were kind of, kind of touching on a bit kind of um, the editors and, 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 and Joy Division a little bit. So it's all kind of encapsulated, but it's a nice, nice mixture. It's really, really good, man, you know. Um, more to come. Yeah, the more to come. And this is a, a message to Jamie and to the guys that have organised this. I think I'm looking around the room. Everyone's feeling this. Everyone, there's nobody here that's feeling miserable right now. And, you know, I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? You know, people have made themselves through YouTube or through social media. Actually, there is nothing that beats being in the same room as the band and actually being with a whole group of people experiencing the same thing. Yeah, actually, like, I definitely feel post-Covid like there's just been such a lack of coming together coming to concerts like open gigs and to actually like experience music the way it's supposed to be heard the way it's supposed to be felt like this is what music and clubbing and going to concerts is supposed to be like this is how it should be like all together like yeah. You mentioned COVID, and it's seen situations like this that made me realise. Well, actually, maybe they had a point, like with the social distancing, because we're a bit gross, aren't we, right now? <laughs> it's both brilliant. <laughs> it's both brilliant and like you know you, you can say you can't see it. I think that's another thing. Like you associate with music, like being like close, like especially in concerts like the idea is we love this same musician we're here for a reason let's just be sweaty and be together like that's the pinnacle of like 
concert experience, really. Could have said a bit myself. Brilliant. Massive shout out to Jamie Smith for Luke Fest. He's done an amazing job. And, uh, you know, you need massive respect because it's not an easy thing to do to arrange a day's worth of music with 125 bands in 25 venues. I mean, man alive, that's just amazing. Fantastic. It's, well played him. It's, it's, uh, it's figures of, uh, are just incredible to hear. Um, but I, I tried to have a chat with Jamie just, and he's putting up a gazebo. Yeah. I'll leave you for a few minutes, I think. When you're a promoter, you get kind of bogged down by the minutiae of stuff, you know, uh, because you feel like you need to do anything, do everything. But you don't need to do anything at all because what you've done has been set up. Go and chat to the band. Amazing, I'm going to do that now. Uh, thank you so much for chatting to me, guys. You've been great today, <laughs> you really have. So I've got to introduce myself. I'm Alex from the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Okay. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Uh, I'm I'm Sash from National Milk Bar. And I'm Chuz, also from National Milk Bar, funny enough, who's lost his voice now. <laughs> An incredibly small venue that you've got crammed like sardines. How does that feel? You you've got these people, and nobody's like sad about it. Everybody's happy. Uh, it feels amazing, to be fair. Um, it's a real privilege to play um, this uh, this festival. Um, I think. Um, Everyone who's had any part of organising it has done absolutely brilliant. Jamie's been brilliant. Um, yeah, it's just it's a cracking little venue, to be fair. Small but perfect, that's what I'd say. Well, it sounded fantastic. I, I recorded one song in particular because I feel like you sounded massive. <laughs> you sounded massive. Well, really? Well, that's good to hear. I'm glad to hear that. Massive. We're, we're happy with massive. Yeah. Um, so, how long have you guys been performing? Um, since, well, we're, so, we're a lockdown baby, really. We just... We started out then. Well, we're both in a ska band called Carting Violence, who sadly can't play because my son, who plays the bass, is like, sore in his hand, uh, uh, which is rather silly. But um, so we can't play tonight. But um, so that's why we did a few Carting Violence songs today. Um, and what was the question again? How long you been playing together? You know? Oh yeah, um, yeah, since about um, 2020, I suppose. Yeah, basically we started doing stuff at home with the laptop because you know we couldn't get out or anything. So, uh, yeah, and that's how it started, really. You know, all synths and stuff is quite easy to do. You don't need a band to get together, you know, so, yeah. I went and had a baby in between that as well, so we've, been, we've not done that many oh, bravo. stuff. Bravo! Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, so we've, we've, not, we've not done too much live, but, yeah, we've done a lot in, at home. And as, a, as, a, as an event, Loop Festival, how are you feeling about that? Uh, yeah, yeah, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Right, I know you've lost your voice probably and you guys are trying to set up, I'm really sorry. Where can people follow you on social media? Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, National Milk Bar. Um, uh, yes, Spotify, we're on Spotify. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram, Nat Milk, at Nat Milk Bar. Yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah, well, all those things. I'm sure you can find us. Yeah, hopefully you'll find us. Will you find us? <laughs> Make sure you find these guys. They were fantastic. Thank you for chatting to me, guys. You guys were fantastic. I was at the back desk. Oh, no, it was great. We were, t we were talking about music and how it brings people together. And we are talking about COVID, actually, and lockdown. And when you see people sweating close together, enjoying music together, it kind of makes you think differently about things, you know, especially with the, the pandemic. Do you know what I mean? That's nice. Good to be doing it. 
Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah that's, that's absolutely true. Yeah, getting together, you know, it's, it seems like such a privilege now, doesn't it? You know, yeah. before, you know, a few years back we thought, oh my god, you know, are we ever going to see anybody again? <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. That sounds a bit down, doesn't it, for the last, last thing to say. But no, we are, everybody's here. We, we all made it. And uh, yeah, let's party on. Great way to end it. Thank you so much for chatting to me, guys. Thank you. Right, so I'm Alex. I'm from the Shoes and Biscuit. What's your name? Carrie Ann. Carrie Ann, and you've been at Loop Fest today? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where have you been today so far? Where have we been? Uh, Wheat Chief. Uh, Wheat Chief? Yeah, the Wheat Chief and then the Bull Inn. Uh, and the old post office. The old post office. Yeah. Great venues usually for music, you know. And you guys went to the, the wrong ball like you did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we found food, so it was okay, to be honest. And that's the great thing about Shrewsbury. Is if it's a public house, there's usually great food, great drink, right? We were the last people to be served, though, because they were finishing at half three, and we were there at four, and luckily they served us. That's really good. That's really good. And what are the, what the, uh, the music acts that you've seen today? Have you been impressed? Yeah, they're quite good, actually. Yeah. What's been your favourite so far? I don't know. <laughs> Seen in the week chief were quite good, um, and then we know uh, Milk Bar have just been on here, and then Packet Rocket are friends of ours. So yeah, looking for Pocket Rocket. That sounds. Who's on Packet next? Rocket. Packet Rocket. Packet Rocket. Are they on next? Are they? Yeah, they're on next. And then Smoking the Fish that are playing in the castle later. They're friends as well. Well, we were, I was meant to be legging it to the Salopian right now, but it's like literally, it's rain is. I will ruin all of my equipment. So. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy just to chill here for a bit, I'm not I'm going to lie. Yeah, yeah, no, these are quite good. They're good for a dance, but there's not a lot of room. <laughs> there isn't a lot of room. And this is what I was trying to say earlier, was um, when music can bring people in like sardines, and they're, they're in an uncomfortable space, but they're happy at the same time, the power of music, right? Definitely. Definitely sweat some pounds in pubs today. <laughs> so what have you thought of Loop Fest so far today? It's been really good, yeah. Um, <laughs> Have you enjoyed it? Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, yeah, really good. Brilliant, wicked. Well, thank you for chatting to me, guys. And uh, yeah, I hope you hope the weather clears up so we can get to <laughs> venues. Well, wicked. It's going to be very soggy in the castle if it doesn't clear up. I, if I didn't have this equipment, I wouldn't care, in all honesty. But you know, it is what it is. All right, brilliant. Thank you. So right now we're outside the anchor. Um, <laughs> uh, I gotta say, Derek and and Neb were beautiful. They went to do an oil. They're like, oh, let's grab a slice of pizza and a beer before we go to our next venue. So we did. Doing all, by the way, fantastic. Uh, they, I've got loads of equipment with me today, and um, <laughs> the ball's head was quite a bit of a squeeze. Um, and Doran Oil isn't the biggest place, so I was kind of like, oh, my, my equipment's sticking out everywhere. So they let me put it in their, in their office and, and look after my stuff, which is really good. And the food is always excellent at Doran Oil. Um, so now we're at the, the Anchor in across from the Theatre 7. And we are here to uh, listen to, to Vin and hopefully get an interview with him. Now, look, I know there are 25 venues across this event um, that have been blasting out music and inviting people in by the hundreds as the day has gone by. Um, but the, I knew it would be a case that I would only get a handful of venues in on the podcast. Um, so, you know, put the anchor in. Let's see what we can get from here. I am so sorry. 
I had to leave. I am John Cale. You are the real. I am so sorry. So I'm Alex, I'm from the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast and we're covering Loop Festival today which has been happening across 25 venues across town and I thought I'd find out what you feel about it, I mean how's it been for you guys today? We've never done it before, we've never taken part, this is the first year so we had no idea what to expect and we've been absolutely blown away by the support from everybody in Shrewsbury that have supported Loop Fest been brilliant atmosphere can't believe it really can't it's an amazing atmosphere I, my son goes to get your wiggle on so he's at the theatre quite a bit so we come in here for a quiet drink before we go to the theatre yeah. right? that's usually what a lot of people do but there's a very good atmosphere here today right it's been like this since one o'clock since it started the music started it's slowly built up and it's been absolutely crazy the staff have been amazing because I'm always in the kitchen they have been absolutely brilliant. Everybody has been really, really brilliant. Lovely. Um, and I'm not trying to like sing Loop Fest praises by any chance, but like, have you guys do you reckon you've done well today? Like, uh, oh beyond the bar? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, it's definitely made a difference. And what it's also done for us is it's brought people in who've never been in the anchor before and who have been pleasantly surprised, which is always nice. So. From a business point of view, you know, today has helped us massively. And also, it's been so well organised, so well organised, you know, can't praise them enough, really can't. And I hope it's as successful them, I really do. And I know that there's a, you know, with you guys being the other side of the loop, Frankwell, you know, footfall's always an issue with Frankwell. Yeah, 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 because Frankwell's pretty much forgotten about by the council, it's like, you're out of the loop. Everyone's encouraged to be in the loop. But Frankwell is such an amazing night out. You know, you've got In Good Hands, you've got the Olive Tree, the Wheat Chief, us, lots, you know, Alioli, lots of little restaurants. You know, there's so much in Frankwell. Oh, brilliant. Well, thank you so much for chatting to me today. I know you're busy, all right? Thank you so much. Brilliant, thank you. you. Have a lovely night. And you. So there you go, guys. I mean, like, as far, I've never se- I've never seen this pub look like this. It's exactly like the bull's head. There's not much room to breathe. Um, there's so many people in here listening to live music. And uh, yeah, are you are you here for Link Fest today? Yeah. Hello. You all right? No swearing on uh, uh, you know. Family. FLB. Uh, you won't say FLB. So where have you been with Link Fest today? Where have we been? We went to no the bull the bull castle gates. The Ball Castle Gates. Then we went to we went to go to the Shrewsbury, but it's too busy. I think I saw you in the in the in the ball earlier. I remember the pink shirt. I was like, that's very loud, brave choice. Very, very loud. It was very loud. Yeah, definitely. So I remember you for that. But you enjoy that though. You enjoy yeah, definitely fantastic. Where else? So you've been to the Ball's Head. And then we went to the Wheat Sheaf. Yeah, great venue. Yeah, really good venue. It's like Camden, but it's Shrewsbury, isn't it, the Wheat Sheet? It is. It's fantastic. And like you don't see many events like this happen. Like We see festivals in the quarry, which are fantastic. I love them very much. Uh, the, the Westminster Showground, they do a great job. But I, to... went. I went. I went to Heal last weekend. Great. It was very good, but the bar situation wasn't good. No? Uh, the bar was like this big. <laughs> She's <laughs> very small, yeah? This big for like 
a lot of people. The I mean, bar situation at this like like pub festival is so much better. I mean, even if like Bianca here is usually a sleepy pub, right? It's usually quite quiet, which is yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a food pub, isn't it? It's a food yeah. pub. But to see it like this, but and even if you can't get a drink here, you can nip next door. The whole <laughs> town is like this. That is amazing to see. Like every single pub is absolutely chocker. The Ball Butcher Row, we went to the Ball Butcher Row as well, didn't we? Like every pub is like knee deep at the bar. That is very good to see. Brilliant. Fantastic. It's good, good. Good atmosphere. Um, what have you been to see any bands that you like, particularly locally? Do you know what? Nobody that I've seen thus far have I actually even heard of, but everybody's been great. I've been uh, the, the the band that was on when we were in uh, the Bulls Head. I I mentioned to them that they sounded massive in this tiny little pub. They sounded so big and so powerful, and I, I had to give it to them for that. Sheaf Just was really, really good. Really good. I, I, I haven't even heard of the band name, but they were brilliant. Brilliant. Well, I'm glad you're listening to new music and you're getting inspiration. And I hope you guys have a great evening, okay? Thank you, thank you. Brilliant, thank you. Thank you. My name is Vincent White, uh, songwriter, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I've been with Derek Willis, and I, I've been with Nev Street today, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and they were absolutely we were up the top of town, and they're like, "We've got to go, we've got to go." And they <laughs> drive me for town as quick as we can to no, get. They're, they're, they're nice guys. And nice they guys. really need to see you play today, and I got I can see why, man. You put your heart and soul into that. Yeah, well, you got to, you got to, you can either, you know, it's on or off, isn't it, performing, and you got to be on, so. I feel, I feel like I feel like I've, I've got. I hope you don't mind. I've, little bits of snippets I've recorded on there. Yeah, of course. I wouldn't share whole songs. That would be cruel. Yeah. Uh, but you're. I've got to explain to the listeners when you're playing, you're using every part of your hand to play that guitar. How long has that taken to master? Oh, a, a long time. Pretty much the whole of uh, the coronavirus lockdown. <laughs> I was uh, how that technique got perfected. I don't think I would have had the uh, you know time otherwise. So. Yeah. Very intricate lyrics as well. Um, how, how do these come to you? How, how, your writing process, what's that like? Ooh, uh, it, it's very, very variable. You know, sometimes uh, you can labour over lines and they take ages, or sometimes you can write a whole song very quickly. It's, it, there's no formula, really. It's, um, yeah, it, 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 I, I don't really believe in that whole, oh, yeah, divine kind of conduit, whatever. I think that's a load of rubbish. But it just came you, to me. You do, you do, yeah, no, it doesn't just come to you. you. You do have to sit down and do it. You have to take the time out. and um, yeah. Especially when you're telling stories. I mean, um, the, way, the, way, um, um, the way it got explained to me today was there's a song about a Welsh murder and um, a guy that is very quiet, really, you know, and then comes to life when he's behind a microphone. That's me. You know, yeah, I grew yeah. up in Wales. I've seen what Wales is like, yeah, and yeah. I'm very shy behind, uh, when, unless I'm behind a microphone. So, what's it feel like to you, for you, when you when you are feeling like you know your normal self, and you get behind that microphone? What's that power like? It's it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, I think especially I like yourself. I'm a, a shy guy in my day to day life, and like p- 
it, it's like a controlled um, sort of uh, stepping into your worst nightmare in a very joyful and enjoyable way, I'd say, performing. You know, because, like, especially when you're performing solo, all eyes are on you. And do you just dive into the deep end, or do you, like, take a few minutes to compose yourself? Just, you got to dive straight in. That's the only way you can do it. It's yeah. the only way. I agree. Uh, and it's a lot of people like, are you nervous about this? Because, you know, I've gone on stage and I've done things and put a pattern loads of people. And they're like, oh, you know, have you, have you, have you got to prepare? I'm like, no, just let's go, just do it. Yeah. Just don't stop me. I'm just going, just going. Like, if I'm in the, I mean, I've got to get momentum going. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think you've got to hit the ground running straight away. And, and you know, sometimes the, uh, the, the, the gears might stick in the first couple of numbers. There might be a sacrificial pancake or two in your set list, but... Yeah, at least the intention has to be to, to be, be on from the start. Amazing. Um, the Anchor Inn has a great little venue. It seems like the perfect place for, like, your music. The way I was chatting to a, a chap, an Italian chap in there I'd never met before. I was just talking about your music. Yeah, and I, I was saying, is there's, um, hi again. Hello. Have a great evening. Um, and I was saying there's, like, a mixture between, like, the, the Irish whiskey in the jar type thing and, like, the Spanish songs of heroes and... Yeah, yeah. Triumph. Ab- absolutely, absolutely. And this, feel, uh, this feels like a great venue for it. it. I think it is, yeah. It is, in a, a, like, really, there are nautical themes in at least one song, so to be at a venue called The Anchor is, you know, feels very appropriate somehow. feels like things have lined. And I've got to tell you, I know it's packed in here, right through to... we just come from the top of town... Most venues that are, oh, I think all the venues that are hosting Loop Fest today are just jam-packed of people yeah, enjoying yeah. music. It's, it's great. It's a really great thing. And, and you know, kudos to, to Jamie, who has is pretty much been his brainchild, you know, him on his own, who has done all of this. So, yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. And what I love about Jamie is um, he was putting up a gazebo last time I was trying to talk to him. Yeah. And even though he was putting up a gazebo at the time, he's very willing to have stop and have a conversation with me. I was like, no, 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 no. Carry on doing your thing, man. Like, he's so giving, even though he, he does come across as a bit of a, like, the chaos that comes with Jamie. Mm-hmm. He's very focused in what he's doing as well. It's, it's nice to see. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think you've, you've summed up Jamie there that he... You're like a Tasmanian devil. Uh, yeah, exactly. But you know, sometimes people like that are the are the essential movers in in creating things like this. And and you know, you don't necessarily want someone who's overly rational because otherwise it, it wouldn't happen. You know, they'd they'd overthink it, and it, you know, they'd come to hurdles and wouldn't be able to get over them. Well, I don't I don't want to keep you. I know there's lots of people probably trying to speak to you because you've just finished your set. But um, thank you so much for coming to no, speak to no, me. No, where can people for... Where can people find you? So um, just all my handles are. Vincent White music um, yeah I think I'll follow on Instagram I'm sure probably probably yeah, yeah so yeah just a, a pretty much all the platforms there I don't know if there's another Vincent White with a Y so <laughs> just google it and <laughs> yeah no there's an album on Spotify and I'm in the process one's just been finished which will be released hopefully this summer so keep an uh, eye uh, open singing a song of five different languages is just like if that hasn't a selling point I don't know what is <laughs> yeah no I agree I agree are you fluent in those languages or did it take a bit of time to learn them? Um, no, I'm not fluent in any language other than English. But I have friends who speak different languages who help me out with that. So I'm very fortunate in that regard. Well, brilliant. Well, I hope you have a great evening and thank you so much for chatting. Cheers. Me. Thank you. Appreciate it. Neither of us live where we call home. While you're teaching rich kids how to slide down mountains I'll be in a flat wasteland alone 
think it's only right that, <laughs> that we uh, we finish this off um, with you know I think you guys have saved me today I think, oh, I, I, I'm saying, no because I saw you guys and I thought I, I think I've bit off more than I can chew coming out of myself today and I think you very much saw that in the bull's head uh, well yes you, you, I think it's like if you go to any festival you have to be kind of selective about bands and uh, you want to go and see especially as this for this one 125 bands in 25 venues it's like man it's just a it's a head mash you know what I mean? we went for some food and I said to Neville I was like oh, I, I did say I was going to go to like tw- all the venues and do something and he was like there's not enough time in the day <laughs> no 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 <laughs> and here we are now at like 25 to 7 I think it finishes at sort of like I don't know, 11 o'clock midnight maybe and I've seen two and a half three bands out of 125 it's madness, you know. I've been speaking to punters. I've been speaking to the, the venue, the, the owner here at the uh, the anchor, the manager, and she's saying she's never seen anything like it. Like, so no. this is the first time doing it. So it's doing its job. Absolutely, it's doing... it is. Absolutely, it is. And I hope that next year they maybe consider doing it over two days, so people can see space it, themselves, space out themselves out and see some more. And it, it means you know you you bring so many people into the town, not only Saturday but Sunday as well. Yeah. I've really enjoyed it. I really have. Cause it's I, good. It's good. But it's not quite over yet because there are there are some more bands coming up later on. But you know, yeah, there as is. far as we're concerned, it's as far as you're concerned, you need to sign off, mate. You've you've had a busy day. I've been I've had a busy day. <laughs> I'd love to stay till eleven o'clock. Those days, I'm, they're not quite over yet. But <laughs> I promised my kid that we'd have a, an evening yeah, yeah, yeah. together. Yeah. Um, but I've really enjoyed it. And what I've enjoyed about it is I've ne- I haven't felt compelled to sort of push myself and I think it's because I bumped into you guys yeah, yeah. genuinely nice I think I was on my way to the Salopian I was like no Salopian and you're like no slow down let's go get a bite to eat and that was yeah. nice it's cool man it's cool hanging out you know it's nice to see you all yeah it's nice to see you too and I'll see you tomorrow <laughs> absolutely man absolutely and what's funny is this podcast is going to go out after the one we record tomorrow so we're like we're talking to ourselves in the future now we are but I have a TARDIS at home so you do yeah. fantastic I'll have to come and, uh, I've got a hot tub You've got a, a, tar- a hot tub in your TARDIS? Yeah, no, I've got a hot tub in the garden. Oh, really? And I've, I've got a, an energy drink which you can put into it. Have you seen the film Hot Tub Time Machine? <laughs> <laughs> Great film, man. I love it. Well, thank you so much, and thank you to Derek as well and the family. Honestly, you guys have been fantastic. Um, Safe and, travels. Uh, Safe travels. Thank you very much. Right, so we've got a couple of post-event interviews for you guys now um i strangely just as i was waiting to speak to jimmy uh, our organizer alex from chase in august dropped me a message and asked if i would review their new song daisy chains which um which at this point i've listened to a million times it's amazing but that's uh, that's for another show um and i said yes i would love to review your music if we could organize a very quick impromptu interview about Loopfest and how it went for you guys. Um, so Alex very quickly organised a phone call with Jack Knockup from Chase and August. So let's hear what he has to say about Loopfest. Hello, Jack. It's, I'm Cal. it's Alex from the Biscuit. You're right. You are live on Channel Four. Please do not swear. <laughs> oh, amazing, love it. <laughs> I am so sorry I didn't get to see you guys at Loopfest. Um, That's all right. Huge, huge uh, event though with like over 120 artists. I, I mean, have you ever right. seen anything like this? Uh, I haven't, to be fair. I mean, especially all across Shrewsbury. I mean, we say this last year. I feel like it was bigger than last year's Luke Fest. Yeah, um, it was. De- it definitely seemed huge. Um, 
this year as well. But no, it was really good. It's really, it's great. I love seeing it. <laughs> um, I, I know you did it last year, and, and this year was they had the addition of the castle, which is great, which is where you guys played. Which I think yeah. um, of all the venues, I, I mean, all the venues did an amazing job anyway. But I think the castle has got like that special little, that little, you know, it's, it's, it's that little bit of extra special, isn't it? The, the castle, I think. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Well, this is the thing. Like, it was just really nice. Um, I mean, the the weather, sadly, for us wasn't nice at the time. It did rain, but there was just such a nice atmosphere in the castle. And I think, like you say, because it, it just added that little bit of, like, um, extra specialness to to the whole setting. And it was, yeah, it was just a really nice, um, nice set to play. Well, I said to Jim, I've just got off the phone to Jimmy now. He's, uh, he's just catching a breather. <laughs> he's catching yeah. a breather after all. I, mean, I can imagine. It feels like he's run a marathon, I imagine. Um, but um, I uh, I said to him, uh, as the, for the, on the preview interview with the biscuit, was like, uh, "I'll go to every single venue and uh, <laughs> I'll get something from every single venue." And I was, I was really was determined to go and just get a little bit of audio from every single thing. But it was so difficult. We went to three. We made it to three yeah. venues because. Like you know, you walk into the Bull's Head, and it I I was it was so so crammed in there, um, and every single venue was like that. Um, yeah. It does such a great thing for the local economy, for musicians, uh, and for people that enjoy music as well. Uh, something like Loop Fest. Um, so you know, I thought it was really good. Um, so with the with the rain happening, <laughs> um, what does that do for you guys as musicians when you see it's raining? Um, does it add a, add something to your set when you say, e- even if it's raining, people are still out there jamming to your tunes? Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, the last two times we've played in Shrewsbury, so we did Food Festival and then we did Loop Fest, and it just, it was like the heavens opened and it just absolutely, um, people were just, like you say, dancing in the rain and enjoying it. And, you know, you've sort of, I suppose there's two sides to it really where one you're kind of like oh no it's raining is anyone going to want to come out to see us especially being an untimed band you always have that worry of like oh my god you know you really hope that you can capture people's attention enough that they go these guys are great and I want to stick around and watch them regardless of the weather um, and then you've also got that like this is cool feels rock and roll we're playing and people are loving it and dancing in the rain and then you think I really hope I don't get electrocuted or any of that you <laughs> get through it by water <laughs> um, so there's also an element of like I feel like a rock star I really hope I don't die but it'd be cool to be like died on stage <laughs> i remember i um I've, i was like i really wanted to i took a tripod and i worked out i can fit my one of my microphones uh onto a tripod i wanted to just stand there with microphones because you know how i usually do things i take the handheld microphone and i boff 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 walk around and interview people i really wanted to yeah. just stand there and chat with people so i set up this tripod i set up all the wires and the thing and then the heavens started opening and i had to throw my stuff underneath the stage because it was going to get ruined otherwise um but nonetheless i've, I've listened back to some of these uh, the interviews that i got from that uh day and they're, they're, they're good still i just yeah hopefully next year with it being um I think uh, hopefully the the weather will be better for you guys. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And and Chase and August, how are you, what have you guys been up to? Have you, you said you did the food festival as well. Have you been hard at it with the uh, the gigging and stuff? You've been writing. What's what's going on? 
Yeah. Um, so we've been obviously gigging. You know, we continue to gig as much as we can. Really, we've been uh, we've been doing some shows over in Birmingham. Um, been playing with bands like Anchor Lane and Modern Color and stuff while they've been uh, touring. So they've been some some really cool shows. But we've quietened down a little bit on on the show front purely because we've been spending time in the studio uh, working on a new record um, and kind of getting excited and getting ready for for obviously bringing out new music. And I think it's one of them. You know, we're at the point where we're like, actually, we don't want to. We don't want to just be dropping singles. We want it to be part of something uh, a bit bigger, um, something that people can kind of get on board with and, and tie into. And and again, just looking at our sound and thinking about um, the the energy that we bring on stage and the live performance. We have been really conscious about how do we capture some of that energy on a record. So we've been spending lots of time just crafting some tunes that personally I think are some of the best stuff we've ever written. And I think because we've very much been rehearsing them, we've been testing them um in a in a practice room and all that type of stuff and then how do we how do we do it live? And then taking that to the recording studio to go, yeah, actually, these are some big tunes, some there's some dirty heaviness in there uh. and lots of chin catchy you know single on part so i'm i'm so excited for people to hear the newer stuff i think it's going to be uh it's going to be good i gotta say um my son uh timmy pretty much knows all the words to call the cavalry now it's, it's one of our it's one of our in it's our, one of our car time tunes you know and it's all about the energy with you guys and i feel like it's 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 it when you when you look at local bands and I've I've used I used Vincent White a, a couple of times as as a, an example on this this particular podcast, um, yeah. you don't realise how special local bands are until you get in amongst it. I feel you yeah. know and meeting you guys, hearing your music and also seeing like the the fellow you've got a real a nice group of fans that follow you around, which was really nice. I met a guy that my wife works with that was like, so happy to be seeing you guys. Cause he's such a big fan of you guys. <laughs> and it's, it's really nice to see because you know, you, you go about your day and you listen to your Taylor Swift's and your, and your Selena Gomez is whatever it is. I don't know, whatever you got, you guys listen to until you sort of zoom into the local musicians around you, you realize there's actually extraordinarily talented musicians around you. And um, I feel like uh, if you can, you know, exchange positive energy through music, I feel like you, you're, you're really talented. Um, so you guys have got, honestly, if you listen to this, guys, check out Chase in August. Uh, the, 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 your older stuff is great, and I'm sure the new stuff is going to be just as good. Oh, thank you, mate. It really means a lot. And and it, it's one of them, like, I mean, I don't know how to take compliments. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm the same. Sorry. I just, I, I, if someone goes, oh, you're, the podcast is amazing, Alex, I'm like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it, is it. And we've had, um, you know, we've had fans reach out, and it's such a weird thing saying fans because, you know, you have, you have certain people who come with you who are like friends and family, and you always know, and, and stuff like that. And then, when you get genuine people that go like, I've listened to music and I've traveled and I've bought the CD or whatever it is that they've done. And you think this is, 
this is nuts because you're like, I, I, you know, you could bump into me in Asda. Like, I just, I'm just a normal guy who goes to work. And But the fact that our music has resonated with you in such a way, like you say, that you've got, you've got into it, you've got involved, it means everything to us. We kind of go back. You know, after Loop Fest, for example, some people were coming up because we did the songs acoustically. Um, and one chap even said to me, he was like, I love the acoustic version because it gave such a different element to your songs. And I thought the fact that you know our songs well enough to appreciate the difference of the acoustic version like means so much because yeah. that is something that you do with these bigger artists that, that you love where you're like, oh my God, you know, Biffy Clyro did an acoustic album. This is amazing. But someone someone did that with us and was like, that's great. It resonated with me and, and it means, all the compliments mean so much to us. We all just get a bit like coy and shy and like, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that one. But, you know, you're working hard in the studio and I think it's a, it's a good... Um, it's a good indicator that you, you, you realize you want to make an EP rather than a, a single um, because that means you, you've got ambition again. You know, you know, you want to, you want to make something big and that that's really exciting to see. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. Um, it's like I say, we just, we just at that point where for us as well as people coming to see us, it's, it's always great going, this is our new single, but with the new record, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's going to fill up pretty much the majority of the set and then you throw in some of the more popular ones and you know you'll always throw in call the cavalry probably because it's it's such a banger we know people love it so yes it they get being able to move into a new era and kind of go yeah this is this is some newer stuff that i think will will really get the attention of people and go yeah these guys like i want to go and watch this because it's an it's an experience well um I, thank you so much for, for, for chatting to me today about Loop Fest and stuff. And, and what you're doing as well is fantastic. Really, really, really excited for the new stuff. Um, and yeah, Loop Fest, what a great experience. Are you going to go back to the next one next year? Yeah, fingers crossed if we're available. Um, it's one of them, you know, we're always really appreciative of, of the gigs. And Jimmy, um, you know, does a lot to get gigs with like Albert Shed and stuff. So we always do what we can to support. And if our diary's free, then yeah, absolutely, we'll be up for going again. Brilliant, cool. Well, Jack, uh, I did say to I was just chatting to Alex. Alex, Alex has set the uh, this call up today. Um, I did say I'd love to get you guys genuinely around a microphone, not on Zoom, not on anything else. Just let's get a couple of beers in, uh, get set up some microphones, and we'll have a good hour long chat, catch up with you guys. That'd be really good. What do you say? Oh, that'd be amazing, mate. Yeah, definitely. Brilliant. Good to, yeah. In my... Awesome. <laughs> well, Alex. Well, great. Have a have a fantastic day. Um, and uh, I'll catch you next time. Cheers, Jack. Take care, Alex. Bye. Bye. Um, and of course, it wouldn't be right if we didn't speak to the organiser. So I also gave Jimmy Kebab a call. So let's see what he had to say about Loop Fest after the fact. Right then. So we're going to try and give uh, Jimmy Kebab a call um, just to just to check in with uh, with him after the event. I want to know what's. Um, how it all went. Um, I couldn't speak to Jimmy during, during the event because I do you know what he would have given me his time to be fair, but um, he was uh, he was putting up a, a gazebo thing uh, when I, when I found him. So we're gonna 
find Jimmy now. Let's give him a call. Let's see see where he's at. It's ringing. Okay. Hi, yeah, you're right, mate. Hello. How are you? Can you Hello. hear me, all right? I can hear you. It's it, the last uh, thing I did on a phone sounded really crap. <laughs> so I don't know if it's like uh, <laughs> I don't know how bad it's going to sound, but you sound fantastic, my friend. Um, yeah. Um, I thought I would give a because obviously I, I couldn't speak to you at Loopfest. I, I saw you, <laughs> and I think you would have given me your time. You definitely would have given me your time, but you were trying to put up a a marquee or, or gazebo or something as I was speaking to you. Um, how was Loopfest during the event for you? Oh, Loopfest, yeah, it was incredible. I mean, we're so lucky to have such a great team of people who managed to get all of the equipment out there early on and how it all set up, have all the brilliant bands who were really supportive of Loopfest perform and, uh, you know, and, and the, the general public who all came out on force. I mean, uh, the number of people who came out uh, is ridiculous. And, you know, we did have some bad weather, but actually, you know, town was buzzing. Um, the guys at the train station uh, reported in that they had over a hundred percent increase in uh, gate uh, admissions, so that's pretty amazing results, really. Um, I think what the, the, the weather did is kind of pushed everybody into the pubs, which was great. I mean, um, I spoke to to the landlady from the from the anchor at an interview with her, which you'll have to listen back to because it's really sweet, actually. Because she was like, "Nope, I wasn't involved with it last year, but I decided to get involved with it this year." And I've never seen business like it. That's your exact words. Well, oh, she was am- she was amazing because what happened is we were originally um, going to have that stage in Nerdy, and obviously all the sad things happened with Nerdy, which we, you know, we were kind of keen to to not not pull away from that. But ultimately, uh, they said it's best that you sort of find a, a new home. So I I live close to the anchor, and um, and and I went and said, oh, do you mind if we put a stage here? And if you don't do very well. It's totally fine. You don't have to give us any money because each venue supports us with a bit of money. And if you actually give us more money <laughs> than uh, than we we asked for in the first place, so so uh, yeah, it was really good. I mean, she was she was very supportive, and and that's all the venue owners. You know, we had Cromwell's. This that was the first time we had them guys, and they're really keen. You know, Nick. So he's, uh, um, and obviously we had the Castle as well, which was you know pretty big change. Yeah. against the previous backdrop and you know this is a the thing is we've increased the capacity by i'm pretty sure the count was something like an increase of 50 percent of the venues so we actually packed out more venues than we did for longer than we did in uh 2022 <laughs> so, well, yeah. well I, I think it was phenomenal i mean there were there were i think the the vibe i got when i was in the the the, the king's head um uh, was that it, it was it was like super super packed it was like sardines but everyone was happy to be there do you know what i mean it was like yeah it was a really good vibe in there i mean i, I was like i was jousting people with my tribe I, I turned to this woman um <laughs> and, I, and i said to her i said uh oh sorry didn't mean to catch you i've, I've got a tripod on me and she just looked at me over her glasses and i was kind of like uh, I didn't mean <laughs> it was just <laughs> every, everybody was in a good vibe and that's what I got from that. I bumped into uh, to Derek Willis and and to Nev Street uh, who are great advocates for all things moving and dancing oh, in, yeah. in Shrewsbury. They they're great people and they had a whale of a time too. They almost became my sort of uh, as as you'll listen back on this podcast they became my kind of uh, co-hosts throughout the whole thing it's quite quite nice oh excellent yeah um, what the vi- what's what's the vibe from the people from you what did you feel 
Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, well, I was everywhere. I was running across town, so I never really spent much time in one venue. Uh, but what I did see was just lots of people having a great time. It was like every venue was completely filled and everyone was having a great time. There was um, different types of music for everybody. Uh, we all just, yeah, I think everyone was just, just really happy to be there and be supporting something. They know, you know, it's becoming a thing and they know that it, they're there on the ground floor and they're seeing all these incredible acts. And, and you know, the great thing about this is that some of the 85% of them acts were, were original acts. So the sort of, yeah. uh, not that I've got anything against cover bands, I totally love it, but it's nice to support these people who, who probably wouldn't often that many, you know, uh, the exposure that you get from, from this. Not that we're about exposure either. We're, we're about uh, supporting acts yeah. Um, and develop, developing them all and you know the cover bands are great as well we love the cover fans they're, they're awesome and they add a different flavour and the acoustic performers add another flavour on top of that what we need is more jazz we need more opera we need more uh, uh, big brass bands playing through the town square you know all this kind of uh, well, synthesizers. this is what I was saying to Nev and to Derek well, I'm surprised because they got the drama company I'm surprised there isn't something like that running through the town you know that would be really cool yeah, they were actually uh, going to do something with the, that drama uh, group, but I think it just turned out to be bad timing. The, yeah, I think, I think I think they mentioned it was something that was uh, at, happening at the same time as what they would do. Someone else they were doing. I don't know. It was like it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, people when you've got that many events happening, it was you know it was obvious that that we were going to have some people pull out. It was obvious that we we're going to have some sort of trauma. For example, the rain, because <laughs> we had a really great year the previous year. It's. I mean, it's, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't just rain. Balance. It was like biblical rain. I've never seen rain <laughs> like it. <laughs> we were, yeah. Yeah. We we were we were stuck in the pub and we were literally about to go. And I was like, "Yeah, we're waiting here for a few minutes. My 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 equipment would have died." Um, oh. Did you have any uh, any casualties as far as equipment's concerned? Because the the weather? no, we didn't. Well, actually, it wasn't because of the weather but the castle stage they had the monitors go down and apparently that piece of kit's worth seven grand or something but oh, I think it's insured so uh, yeah and it, i think it's just wearing thermal or anything else apart from that the main things were really we just haven't got enough money in the pot really to cover things like spare things so i spent most of my day running through torrential rain to run to my house because there was a missing uh, hi hat stand or, or a snare stand running from the uh, the bull's head, which is you know the train station, all yeah, the way down the to head. Frankwell. That's the king's head. That's what I meant. It's the bull's head, by the way. Bull's head, yeah. So it's bull's head all the way to Frankwell, and then oh. back again. And as soon as I got there, someone said, "Oh, we need something in Frankwell." So and it's not like there was a cache. It was just literally bits of things that I had in my house that I was like, "Oh, I've got one of them weird things." So then it was always me just running backwards and forwards. Again, I'm the only person with the keys. Plus yeah. my partner, Jules, who's doing the, the video stuff. So Yeah, and, and that's a, I want to give a shout out to the guys that were doing the audio-visual stuff as well. They, you had a great team that spanned across the whole oh, time. Amazing. And they were yeah. all super friendly as well. They, I, think, I, I was just walking up to people in Loot Fest t-shirts going, are you in the group? And they were like, yeah, and like, I'm Alex. And then we start chatting and everybody's kind of like, oh, this is a great place to start, sit here. And this is a great place. I'm going to get shot to this. And everybody was really super helpful. And that was a really nice experience, I think. Yeah, I oh, know. We're very lucky to have uh, you know, the AV guys all awesome. And also the general volunteers are involved. We're a small, small group. I mean, we're tiny. Um, but we're looking to ask 
anyone who wants to get involved to get involved with us. Um, but mainly, you know, on the sort of operational or the the role sort of thing, the video and the camera stuff, I think it's quite it's quite tight now, and we could expand that. But ultimately, we're desperate for these operational people who, you know, people who may be studying or, uh, you know, event management or, or older folk who, who have got the experience in management and just want to have a dabble and support where they can. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, so, so you saying that, that, does that mean that there is going to be a loop fest next year? I mean, what what's the, the vibe on that? Oh, my God. Do you want an exclusive? I'll give you an exclusive. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't. Yeah, I, yeah okay, go on. Uh, yeah, so we've actually got a date, uh, and uh, when, when's this uh, this due to come out? This uh, uh, this is going to go out on Monday. So oh, that's good. All right, so keep this to yourself till Monday then. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, the plan is it's going to be on the bank holder weekend of May, which would be the third, the fourth, and the fifth of of May, um, and we are also going to do it in the theme of. Uh, drone wars or something like this and it's also going to fall on star wars day so it's going to be robot themed holy uh, so not only are you doing it every three days not are you have you got like the coolest theme but it also falls on star wars day as well yeah this, yeah, this yeah could be one of the biggest i'm i i i, I immediately want to cry with joy do you want to hear about the te- giant techno spider? That's what I'm all about. A techno spider? Well, like what the, gi- the giant techno spider? Because well, my 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 vision is to have this giant. I mean, have you ever seen this Arcadia? I mean, it's this, this thing that they have in Glastonbury and other places. But they have this like like a di- you know, DJ booth that's this crazy, um, uh, sort of crazy spiders type shape thing, like and it blows Lord, fire like up. Lord of the Worlds type thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Arcadia. It's amazing. But I mean. The idea really is just you've got a crazy mechanical robot thing that, that, that then uh, that sits there in the square and doesn't do anything until everyone's used the app to go around town collecting up power to then power it up, and then when it's got enough power, it comes on and then it starts playing tunes. <laughs> that sounds. Do you know what? Right, I was going to say that sounds absolutely bonkers, but it's you, so it's got to be, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, I managed to like pull all this together pretty much in my spare time over the past three months. So, if I could do that, and now I've got a team and I've got all the plans, it really is. And the app should have came out. It was really sad that we didn't get to that point because it was uh, it's sort of pinnacle of how, of how we we communicate with people in the future. But yeah. we'll be yeah, that'll be coming out soon, and it's going to be amazing because uh, well, when we do really that it'll allow people to play the town we'll be able to help people move around the town so people don't just stick in one place they but you know the idea of this powering up this techno spider it's like uh as a mission people are like yeah, the kids are gonna love it <laughs> and i imagine with it being over three days next time it's going to be a lot easier to manage the the scale of it or or does that mean you're going like three times bigger well, there's also going to be some other things going on. So the first thing is this year we learned that we can stash a lot of the equipment, whereas the previous years, or last year, sorry, we pulled everything out of the venues at the last minute. So, um, but whereas this means we understand our partnerships now with these organizations and they all behind it because obviously they've had bumper days. Yeah. Pretty much all of them had like uh, the best sales ever that I've spoke to anyway. Um, so there's a lot of people who've had these great uh, days they're happy to support us by putting stuff in which means then we've got a better infrastructure as a whole 
uh, this leads us then to ask the question of what else we're going to do, you know? So license and before Loopfest started, we talked about doing stuff in the streets and we find out the town's got their own license for the streets, which means you can have more than 500 people on one street at one time. That's important because if you had a performer and you had a, a lot of people watching that performer and suddenly uh, there's over 500 people, you have to tell the performer to stop. Now, one of the big things about Loopfest was that we were trying to put an outside stage to ensure that uh, we had a sort of a pressure relief valve. So when all the venues got full, there was somewhere for people to go. You know, an outside space was dead yeah. important. So we're going to license the streets, I think. That's what's going to happen. So as long as we satisfy Mike Cox's uh, of the town council's requirements, we'll do that. We'll also then do um, uh, something in the square because we've got the square at the same time. And also then the castle. And the castle will be... Um, a, a range of things, really, but one of the things is we're going to have um, some special ticketed events where on on the on the the Friday and the Sunday, where it's the, you know if you've got the wristband to get in, you can get in there, and uh, it's just a matter of if you're lucky enough to queue. There'll be some VIP passes that you can a bit like a Comic Con, like with Comic Con, sometimes you get the extra. Yeah, you pay to, yeah, it's like that. So, but I think across the board, we can't afford to do this as a uh, as a free thing. And I'm having meetings with the venues, but every venue suggested the same. They can see that basically, I spent five months of my time so far and haven't received a penny. If not, I've had just managed to get my um, uh, the the money that I've put into it back out. So I kind of it's, it's time to try and make it viable. So we're not so reliant on. Uh, Look. <laughs> well, you you've got the support of the biscuit. You, that goes without saying. I, I really enjoyed oh, it. Thank you. I got to say, um, a huge apology to <laughs> to you. I was like, I'm going to go to every single venue, and we're going to do a thing at every single thing. I went to three venues. I, it was so hard, <laughs> it was really hard underfoot. Like it was really yeah. hard to move around. And oh then, yeah, it's impossible, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. Uh, so over three days, I think we can definitely uh, put some really cool content together. And also to some of the the the, the artists. I couldn't see. There were my friends Chase in August. Um, I'm going to speak to Jack about this in a second. Actually, he said he'll he's happy to chat with me on the phone. So I'll find out oh, about brilliant. his experience as well. Uh, Trademark Blood as well. Was he there? Was was Trademark there? Yeah, he was there. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was there. Was yeah. Right. He was in the Kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember seeing his face. I was chatting to him yesterday as well about uh, the the awards. Uh, I would love love to have seen him. There were so many bands there. I mean, like 120, oh. over 120 acts in one day. It's impossible. It's to so see there's so many. There were so many that people were saying, oh, well, it's really amazing because what's happening? There's like 60 plus acts and they're moving and they're playing their gig and then playing a gig elsewhere. And I was like, oh, no, it's not like that. It's actually just like 120 yeah. plus acts all individually playing a 40 minute set. And then that's it. Uh, and some people, you know, filled in gaps yeah. where there was problems, but it's just a mad number. And we've got CDs and T-shirts still for sale. And we're doing a kick uh, crowdfunder type uh, thing. Do you want these CDs? Oh, I need to get you a CD and a T-shirt if you haven't got one. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be cool to have a CD uh, and, and, and a T-shirt. That'd be really good. Yeah, man. But, um, listen, congratulations on, on knocking out of the park. I, I know it was difficult with the weather, uh, and logistically, it, it's going to be a ball buster, regardless of what it is, because of the the scale of the the event. But you, what you do, what you're doing for local. Um, local musicians and, and, and these, these talents that need the venues and they need the spots to go out there and do their thing. 
Thank you for do, giving them a, a license to go out there and do that, you know, because yeah, that's all good. It's uh, being in the anchor and seeing like the, the love. It was like puppy dog eyes. Everybody that's watching Vincent White play, he is. Oh yeah, like, he's he is adored by these local people, and you're thinking. I I'd, I'd never heard respectfully respectfully I'd never heard of, of Vin's music before, um, but everybody that was in that pub was absolutely in love with him, and there were there were people that had come from all all walks of life, everywhere just to come watch him play. So that's what that's oh, what you get from people. That's what you get nice. people. Happy days. Right, well, thank, well, thank you very much. I'll yeah. let you get back to your day and. Um, Thank you so much for chatting to me. And um, no, no, thank you, man. Thanks for being involved. Really, really, really appreciate it. Ah, brilliant. Well, have a great day, and I'll catch you later, my man. All right, take care, man. Bye bye. Cheers, bye. Bye bye. Cut him off a little bit there. Uh, what a great guy. Um, uh, that, that was. I mean, I'm, I'm truthful when I say uh, that <laughs> events like this. I love events that happen in the quarry. I love events that happen in West Mid's showground. I think. Things like this, what they do is to give people something to strive towards. And that's whether you've bought a ticket and you're looking forward to go and see an event, or whether you're an artist and you're looking forward to playing in front of a crowd. You know, without events like this, these opportunities wouldn't happen. Um, so I'm, I'm really, really proud of, of what happened with Loop Fest. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it too. Well, this is a very complicated podcast to make. Um, it was over a dozen uh, little bits of audio that were, had to be you know neatly sewn together in a, a neat little package uh for you guys to enjoy so i hope you enjoy what i did with the chaos uh that was uh the audio collection of uh, of loop fest i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed the putting this together it, as complicated as it was i love these kind of things it's very different to when you sit face to face with someone and you record a long podcast that bit of audio is is just it's just there. It just exists. Whereas this is a, a collection of little things that need to be put together. Um, so I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast, uh, why not give us a follow? We are on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Threads. We're on Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. And we're on TikTok. Um, just look for the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. And um, I appreciate uh, uh, Jimmy and uh, all the organisers. Um, uh, to, to David Gregg as well, I know he's a, a huge influence on, on Luke Fest and the music that's brought in. And um, I really do appreciate being a part of this, and I'll definitely be about for next time. Um, thank you so much for tuning in uh, to this episode. Really appreciate every single one of you, and uh, I'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace out.